Judah. We're ready to start. That's a, I'm, we're going to be so positive right now, it's not even funny. I, I cannot abide this this uh, nattering nabob. Uh, I know we're, 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 we're professional. I'm the one that bet, I'm the one that's had to talk Ben off the ledge. Now it's uh, everybody's job to, 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 to. So I just here's a. Okay, you guys ready? To start? Even... Let's start this right. I want to welcome everybody out there listening to the world according to Ben Stein. I want to say hello, of course, to the managing editor of AM Greatness, Ben Boychik. Who finally, has, who finally has power on the mountain. And of course, yes, yes, we're back. of course, yeah. Mr. Uh, the, the Mr. Esoteric himself, Nixon's uh, 27th historian, and uh, Mr. Esoteric, Louis Fine. And of course, I want to welcome everybody, America's humble servant, economist, writer, author, and all around L humble Lawyer. Man. Lawyer. Lawyer. Lawyer, university teacher. Uh, economist. Swimmer. Swimmer. <laughs> what is this, like a college application video? And I, I want to welcome everybody to this special election night coverage of uh, the world according to Ben Stein. Um, about four years ago, exactly four years ago, I sat in uh, the Fox News studio with Ben uh, as we were both in shock and awe. Alex, please be quiet. As, uh, as, as we were both in shock and awe of Trump's victory. And I want to hear Ben's, uh, Ben has a lot to say, so I'm just going to let Ben speak. When I was a civil rights worker demonstrating for the rights of African-Americans to vote in my home state of Maryland on the Eastern shore, which is very Southern, even though it's in Maryland, which is a border state, sometimes we would be arrested. I was once hit and I was put in jail. And what we used to say was this, we shall overcome, we shall overcome, we shall overcome someday. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome someday. And then a few, about a half hour ago, I was visiting a very, very close friend of mine, whom I, her nickname is the fairy. And the fairy was very, very, very unhappy. I, I would say close to crying, maybe, maybe more than close. And I said to her, fairy, we are not afraid. We are not afraid. We are not afraid today. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe we are not afraid today. We had a bad night tonight. We hope and pray it turns around. We hope and pray that good sense prevails. We hope and pray, period, that is our nature to be on our knees with prayer before the Lord God Almighty, Lord of hosts. But no matter what, we shall keep fighting. We're not afraid. We're not afraid. I'm sorry. I'd, you people at CNN and MSNBC would like for us to be afraid. We're not afraid. We know we have the right on our side. We're going to keep fighting for it. We're not going to ever be oppositionists. 
just for the sake of being oppositionists, like the Democrats are. We are going to fight for what we think is right for America, and we will keep on doing it until they bury, at least I will keep on doing it, until they bury me, and I will not be afraid. And uh, that is uh, Ben Stein, of course, and uh, that was, you couldn't, a great song and brilliantly said, Ben, so I thank you for that. And on, that I, will, and on that, I will I go to Ben Boychuk, who's sitting up in the Big Bear Mountains. Wow. I'm going to have to call out to uh, one of the uh, people who works for my wife and ask, uh, Jeff, would you close the doors to this room? My wife, uh, I guess a Democrat or something, is uh, trying to disturb me. She's, uh, she and Jim are disturbing. But I'm going to close these doors, sir, 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 these doors, please. Sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And on, right. that note, and on that note, let's go to Ben Boychuk. I don't, I, I don't understand the early pessimism right now. Uh, it's it's 9.05 on the East Coast as we're doing this, 6.05 on the West Coast. Um, the, uh, most of the ballots that, that have been counted so far in, in battleground states have been mail-in ballots. So we've not had today's vote even tallied yet. And it's too early for this kind of pessimism. You know, oh, I don't, I'm not saying you are. No, he's, he's referring to me. And just so you know, this was how I was four years ago. My emotions yeah. went up and down. There were certain points of the night before I met Ben at his house, before we went to Fox Business, where I was literally like, 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 like a racehorse where I was like, like, like sp trying to spank Trump through the finish line, okay? Yeah. Where I was just- Spank it, Trump it. Trump it, where I was trying to Trump, Trump it. So, spank that ass. <laughs> so, 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 so. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, um, no, I, I, I admire your optimism, Ben Stein. I am chiding our resident nattering nabob of negativism, Judah, uh, for, you know, attempting to crap the bed too early in the evening. Well, I knew Bill Sapphire very well. And uh, with all due respect, Bill was a fighter. He would not be, he would not be a negative stuff. He'd be saying, we're going to keep fighting. And if we lose us, if, big if, we're going to fight on another day. We're not going to stop fighting for what's right. We're not going to stop. And you know what the difference too is, win or lose, we don't treat the opposition like they're deplorables. And um, that's that. That's wherein lies the major difference and the shift. So, um, on that note, let's go to Mr. Esoteric himself, Mr. Fine, who has been uh, following this race and the New York Times very much. So, go ahead, Lewis. Please, Lewis. I don't remember going on the New York Times. I thought that was okay. the site you were looking at. No, but and there, I think there's something wrong with my computer because. Ben looks an awful, Ben Stein looks an awful lot like Stokely Carmichael. I mean, listening to the opening of that show, I, again, unless there's something wrong I with my Stokely. monitor, I knew I'm Stokely. sure, I'm Stokely. sure you did. Stokely and I marched together in Cambridge, Maryland. Stokely and I marched together. So I meant, well, I, it's funny, if you see the backward, I'm, I'm, I'm broadcasting tonight, broadcasting in quotes from the, the uh, Lorraine Motel. Let me start by just saying before I eat my uh, douchey. Yitkadal v'yitkadash shemeh rabah. Wait, 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 wait. That's the Eternal mourner. rest. That's the, that's the mourner's prayer, Lewis. We are not mourning yet, according to Ben Boyd. Well, I was raised reform. 
We're not. Well, it's morning in America. No, it's morning in America. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful, except the Jews, departed through the mercy of Jesus, rest in peace. Amen. 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 I want people to know I voted five times today. (laughs) And that is legal. That is legal. You just have to know how to do it the right way. Well, <laughs> and and um, and and Ben, who is uh, who now goes by the name. What now? I, I want. I don't want to get the pronunciation wrong. It's Kwame Ture, correct? <laughs> Kwame Ben Ture. Kwame Ben Ture. Um, great work, by the way, in Loudoun County because it is trending Trump in a way it did not. In 2016. Now, I'm going to politely, as they say in judicial circles, recuse myself, and I'll be back shortly. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Lewis. Um, And and I want to welcome everybody to the election night special of the world. According to Ben Stein, we were were serenaded at the beginning of the show with We Shall Overcome. Ben Boychuk, I will not get too depressed yet. I will not stop uh, uh, believing. But just so you know, this was exactly how uh, I... um, watched it last time I sure, heard what you know what you know what you so what if we lose one election yeah. we are in this in perpetuity as my mother used to say subspecies eternitas which is on the american jersey under the aspect of eternity that's how hard we're fighting for america I like that. Think, I, I, th- that's right i remember I remember what it felt like four years ago. I was I was uh, speaking to a journalism class, uh, Glendale Community College, and uh, my friend, who's the professor of the class, uh, was standing in the back of the room. I'm in front. We had C-SPAN projecting their results behind me, and I'm giving this this talk, and I'm and I'm watching my professor friend in the back of the room, and I can see this look on her face that went from uh, shock to pleasantly surprised to almost glee, you know, as, as the results were coming in and it was becoming more and more obvious that, that Trump was gonna take the thing. I also remember what it was like in 1992, which, uh, you know, I'm a young man. My f- first time I ever voted in a presidential election was in the 92 election. And I had to you drive- You a child. I know. I know I'll be 50 next year and I'm still a child. I, uh, uh, I, um, I had to drive from San Diego to my parents' house just outside of Los Angeles because I didn't get an absentee ballot. So I drove all you know, two and a half hours up, cast my vote, my losing vote, drove all the way back down, listening to the results and just how depressing it was um, that, you know, the guy who wasn't, I didn't like very much, but the guy I voted for lost. And that was kind of a bummer. And, um, I wasn't sure what we were going to get with Bill Clinton. And turns out the country didn't, uh, self-immolate. No, Clinton wasn't a bad president. No, he, not, not really. No, not and, at all. no. And, and, you know, so, um, you win some, you lose some, uh, I, but I'm not I sure we're going to lose anything. Bad, I don't think Clinton was a bad president. And I don't think that uh, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan at all of the Democrat ticket. If they happen to win, uh, I think, as I say, we should work with them to make these uh, next four years a great four years for America. I don't think we should imitate 
the ways of our oppressors. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. said, I am not going to turn to violence. We are not going to imitate the ways of our oppressors. And we are not going to turn to opposition for opposition's sake. We're not going to imitate the people at the FBI and the various uh, so-called law enforcement agencies who oppose just for opposition's sake. We are going to try to be as constructive as humanly possible for this greatest of all good countries, the best thing that's ever happened to mankind, America. You see, but Ben, as you say that, and I, 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 I get the sentiment, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll say this to both of you, I get what you're saying. The problem is they play by a different set of rules. And what a lot of people are angry at with the Republican Party is that they don't feel like the senators that we need fighting have been fighting enough, and we're still stuck with the, the Marco Rubios of the world. We're still stuck with the, the people that are entrenched there that, are, that, 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 won't, that won't fight. You know, well, that, that when we have a Supreme Court justice up for nomination, it's 52 to 51. When Democrats do, Republicans go 90 to three, or 97 to three, or a few abstain. At a certain point, you have to have some spine. You, you, the, the Republicans have to take this as, as it, whatever happens tonight and say, we're not going to take this on the chin anymore. We have to fight back. Well, well, we had a senator like that when I was a very small child named Joe McCarthy. And uh, he was smeared. He was tortured. He was tormented. He was driven to an early grave. Uh, the media is going to be our enemy. They're going to fight us, fight us, fight us. We have to learn to fight back. We're, we're doing our own little best here at Parlor. It's gonna to get to be a hell of a lot bigger. And uh, we're going to keep on fighting and, and we're going to not be ashamed. We're not gonna to try to play the patrician blue blood all the time. We're going to be fighters. We're gonna get down there in the trenches and fight. I look, you know, right over here over my right shoulder are a whole bunch of medals, combat medals. One awarded to my father-in-law, Colonel Dale Denman Jr. of Prescott, Arkansas. That's what we have to learn, that spirit of fighting. He fought the Nazis hand-to-hand, SS hand-to-hand, fought the communist Chinese and the North Koreans hand-to-hand, the Chosin Reservoir. It's, we don't, we're, we're not called on to do anything anywhere near that, not even remotely that dangerous, but we're called on to show fighting spirit, and we will. I, I really, truly, you know, but that fighting spirit, because remember, we're not just fighting a party. We're fighting parts of a party that have literally been radicalized. And you, Ben, you know this because you write about it and you post about it. We're fighting Antifa. We're fighting BLM. We're fighting all these different organizations. And it, it, it has to, the, the way we have our warfare has to change. We can't, we, it, it, these people do, are an existential threat to our country. And we agree more. And, 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 and so my biggest fear, and welcome back, Lewis, is that we are going to have these senators, we're going to have these same congressmen who is business as usual, and we, um, and we lose a lot. But on that note, if you just tuned in and our people that are tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. Um, ben Boychik, I'm going to need you to take the, uh, the lead for a few minutes. Um, if you don't mind, because I got to jump up from my seat and uh, tell everybody where they could find us. Well, you're watching this probably on YouTube, uh, which is marvelous. Do us a favor, and uh, if you haven't done so already, and uh, subscribe to the channel. 
click that bell. You can also find us, uh, like us on Facebook at uh, The World According to Ben Stein. And of course on Parlor at Ben Stein. So uh, picking it up where, where, where Judah left us. Ben, I, 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 I wholeheartedly endorse the sentiments that you are expressing here right now. And, um, you know, four years ago, we started a publication called American Greatness. Um, we did it in no small part because we believed that there was an agenda that, um, that Trump was, was advocating that, that needed help being advanced. But we also realized, and, and we certainly had a plan that, you know, whether he won or lost, that agenda was still valuable. And so had he lost the election in 2016, we weren't going to close up shop. We were going to keep going. If he loses tonight, we're not going to close up shop. We've got plenty to do. And so I think that, um, but I, I think it's way too early to, to, to call any of this right now. Uh, that, that, you know, there, there's still lots of votes to be tallied. Um, he seems to have momentum in North Carolina right now. Um, I just saw a note from um, a very, very sharp, uh, I think it might, have, it might have been on Twitter, a very, very sharp uh, writer for the Washington Post named Henry Olson, who, who used to write for us, uh, saying that given, given all of the uncounted votes in, in several of the contested battleground states, all of those votes could very well go, go in Trump's direction. And it's probably going to come back down to Pennsylvania again. Go ahead, Lewis. Yeah, no, I do have some results. Break. Lenora Filani has been elected governor of New York. Who is that? She's this left-wing lunatic. I haven't heard that She name. was. She was. Correct me if I'm wrong, because facts are secondary in this program, especially tonight. She was, I believe, Pat Buchanan's running mate, and it is tonight, today, Pat Buchanan's birthday, who took oh, a young, who took a young Sammy Glick, aka Ben Stein, under his wing, and tried to get him to join Opus Dei. It didn't work, no, he didn't. but he, he tried. Didn't. He never tried. Although, interestingly enough, my parents rent. They owned a, a con, a co-op at the Watergate. And they rented it out to Pat and Shelley Buchanan. And uh, so I do have that connection with them. He's a great guy. I've known him a long time. He's a great guy. And he was the only one on behalf of the administration during the Watergate hearings who gave it to the committee when he testified. Yeah, he's good. He's good. And he's an incredibly good writer. If you, have, if you haven't read his book, I think I believe it's called The Greatest Comeback Ever or The Greatest Comeback it's as good a book about the politics as I've ever read. It might be the best book about politics he, I've ever read. He also, I have a copy of his Haggadah. He, and it is unbelievable. Now he's taken some liberties. He's taken some liberties, obviously. And it's controversial to so some. Ben, 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 just okay, for the I'm people not, out there that are I'm listening. I'm not, not going to make fun of Patrick Gannon. He's a longtime friend. And for the I, people. I've long said that when he's right, He's great. Lewis, when, when you bring wrong, up something, you have wrong. to explain it to people what you're you referring to. You think our Christian brothers and sisters don't know what the Haggadah is? Yes, How I dare do. you? Yes, yes How I dare you? And let's get back to the election a little bit. Um, ben, ben, Mr. Ben Stein, you've been through quite a few of these elections. You've, um, you've had heartache. You've had triumph. You've had all these different things. And 
you know, the one thing is you're right. The, the, the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans is Republicans tend to sort of, you know, not beat the, the beat their opponent. You haven't heard Trump use one disparaging remark against the Democrat people. You know, it, 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 the Democrats. He's referred to the leftists, to Antifa, but he's never called a, a whole party deplorable. As opposed, right. a, 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 and and that's a really hard thing to overcome. Is 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 regardless of what happens tonight, of of that vile taste that Americans will have in their mouth. And well, with great respect, I think uh, we have a certain amount of respect in this country for people who are gentlemen. I mean, I I, I think uh, there's no. We want to fight. We want to fight hard, but we want and we want to fight clean, but we want to be gentlemen and gentlewomen. We, I mean, and I don't think the American people would respect us if we weren't. Uh, Joe McCarthy was a gut fighter, a gut puncher. Uh, that cost him a lot when he really had some incredibly smart, acute things to say. But he, had he said them in a more gentlemanly way, I think he would have been more effective. And he did say, to, he said, I remember, this is in the transcript, he said to Roy Cohn, take the shine boy in the back. Not in front of the people. Anyway, listen, listen. Your greatest triumph, Judah, and we're having fun today because we have to laugh. Our greatest triumph is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Judah, oh, I see good. what's behind very you. Good. I see what's good. behind you, Judah. And don't, don't, don't open those bottles. <laughs> you've, done too, you've gone too far. You've done too much to fall right now. But even if you do, I know, you will I, rise I, I, again. And, and if nobody gets a loser's joke, I've been sober 22 years and I am sitting I behind am, me as a wine shelf. As um, Sinatra would say, drinking again. But on that note, I also want to go to Ben Boychuk because Ben, you... Um, we were discussing this the other day of, you know, you're, you're, you know, Ben writes for the spectator, you write for, you know, your man, Jigan or Bayam greatness. And what direction do you, you know, what, what's tomorrow's direction, no matter what, you know, it, it, it's. It, oh, well, look, there's, 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 there's three points, you know, that we've been banging on for, for four and a half years. Um, you have to have, uh, a nation with secure borders and a, and a sane immigration policy. That's one thing. You have to have uh, trade deals that um, redound to the benefit of, of the American public. Uh, and you have to have a foreign policy that uh, puts the national interest first. Uh, adding, to add to that, I would say that we need to um, uh, kick the hell out of the uh, out of big tech and the social media companies uh, because they're getting a little bit too uh, comfortable with censoring people. But uh, so regardless of the outcome of tonight's elections, those things are, are perennials. And I want to uh, get those, actually you bring a good point. I want to get Ben to talk about this and, and Lewis no jokes on this. I want to because one of your favorite books is a Ben wrote, you know, with, with a view from sunset. Yeah. Um, and I, Sunset Boulevard. from Sunset Boulevard and you've been writing about the blacklisting and you've been writing about the you know you you go a long way back into writing about you 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 were the Orwell of where media has been heading for a long 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 time yeah, and it's, it's um, very important 
I mean, just, I mean, in your wildest dreams, as you wrote a view from Sunset Boulevard, did you ever think oh, we'd be, we'd be here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm surprised it took this long to get here, frankly. We've had a one party media for a very long time. And you know, it's funny. I was just telling a few moments ago about uh, this friend of mine, her nickname is the fairy. Um, cause she's so, she's very, very athletic and jumping up and down all the time. Um, and <clears throat> I said to her, here in California, we Californians, Judah, Ben Boychuk, and I, and the fairy, and of course, my wonderful wife, the goddess Alex, we've been living in a one-party state forever. It's always been a one-party state. We, I mean, in LA, it's really a one-party state. Uh, for a very long time, I wrote for the afternoon newspaper, which was a Hearst paper called the Herald Examiner. It has a slightly different point of view from the LA Times and when I was writing very, very different point of view from the LA Times. But we've been living in a one party state in California forever. We still have a lot of fun, take some great meals. Uh, I could swim almost every day of the year uh, until I go broke, which will probably be fairly soon. And uh, I, so uh, we, we're used to living in a one party state. So uh, we'll just keep on fighting, keep on keeping on. Uh, you know, you heard that from Ben Stein, keep on keeping on. Ben Ben Boychuk, I would imagine that's your same message. No matter what happens tonight, we, if we win, we treat people with respect. And if we lose, we brush our shoulder, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we take it and we, and we keep on keeping on. Yeah, I just, I, I would just say, I, you know, I, I've been keeping half an eye on, on Twitter just now. And, you know, we're big, we're parlor people, but I'm keeping an eye on Twitter just to, to see uh, what some of the responses are. Uh, this, this is not looking good for the Biden folks. I mean, the, agreed. You, you, well, the betting markets changed to 54%. Yeah. Uh, so that guy it, that bet $5 million on Trump, he might have a, an amazing night. Ben Boychuk, please be more specific if you'd be so kind. Well, for example, uh, Andrew Sullivan, uh, you know, who's now on Stop. his own. Find somebody else. No, but I got to say, he, he says, this is like riding a, a roller coaster with a blindfold on. Wow. Um, you know, you, I'm looking at, I'm just scrolling down my feed here and and professional journalists are, are, are befuddled at, the, at some of the early responses in some of these states. And now there's some confusion and, and concern uh, Trump is behind in North Carolina and Ohio. What's happening here? What's happening here is that today's ballots haven't been counted yet, that the mail-in ballots are the ones that are being counted and reported, and that um, that they, they've got a lot of ballots to count. There was wow. a huge wow. Wow. My, my wow. biggest question, by the way, wow. right now is, wow. and this happened four years ago, where do they think they're going to find the rest of the people in Florida? They do not call Florida. Trump is up right now in Florida by at least by about 300,000. I could promise wow. you there wow. is nobody in any backwoods that is coming out. And it drives me crazy. And Arnie McNamara raises a great point. You know, you, you, I don't get calling a state with uh, less than 90% or more of the votes um, are in. And this is the reverse. 90% of the votes are in in Florida. And there is like, you would have to literally find ballots somewhere. I mean, you would have to manufacture ballots. And um, they did the same exact thing four years ago. And it's, it's, it's absolutely- well, let us pray, let us pray. Yeah, 
And on that note, Lewis, um, I know you actually do care about this stuff. And, you know, we've been texting back and forth all day about this because you are, you are terrified of the results going the other way. Um, well, I believe Joe Biden is a placeholder and that whether Trump wins re-election or Biden wins, the left has already won because I don't think a president-elect Biden, were he to be inaugurated, would serve more than 12 months in office, not because of health issues, but because of the issues concerning his son, Hunter Biden. And that is not to suggest that Democrats would impeach him or Republicans were they to retake the House, which they will not, but were they to retake the House, would impeach him either. I think Kamala Harris and other prominent leaders within the Democratic Party have an interest in winning, obviously, tonight and starting tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, aggressively pushing off the record the Hunter Biden story and the FBI investigation because they don't want Biden as president. He's nobody's second or third choice. And he was he was chosen insofar as he was chosen because the other candidates did not want Bernie Sanders to win the nomination. And in my opinion, I said early on, I thought he was the strongest. He would be the strongest opponent that President Trump would face. And this is what you get. We and I'm, I have a great line, which I am withholding until the results are clear, because if things go the way I hope they will go, then I can use the line. Otherwise, it's disposable. That's so, note to self, because I, I can't wait to hear the line. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world, according to Ben Stein. And I, I really want to make this emphasize this to people that Ben is like a, a national treasure. And, um, oh, and, and, and the reason I bring that up is is is. You, you, you got out of the Washington swamp just in time. You know, you were, you know, you, you, your career trajectory took you to another swamp, which is Hollywood. You survived the swamp, which is Hollywood. You, you've created a niche as a great speaker across America. You know, you and, and you've created these, all these different, you, you've ended up in many different liberal or, or different forms of swamps. And you've managed to swim out of it. As you said, you're an expert swimmer. And I just want to tell everybody listening, and that's going to I listen. I swim a lot. I'm not that good at swimming. But, 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 but you, 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 you swim slowly sometimes out of these things. And I want people to realize that are listening, they're going to be listening later on, is that, you know, it, it, you know people come and go and they, they have their, but you, you've been very flexible in thought. You've changed your opinion. You've changed your views on many different things. And I think that's a very telling sign of how to survive in this world. You bet. That, you bet. Is, that it's okay to say, I don't know, right? We talk about that often. You know, it's okay to say, um, I don't know. And, and it's also okay to lose the case. I mean, there's no, look, there is almost no one who does not occasionally and even quite frequently lose. I mean, I can't think of anyone who, uh, anyone at all who never loses. I mean, who, who can we think of in history who never loses? I mean, the greatest geniuses and generals in history lose occasionally i mean that's just part of life that's, that's just a, the nature right. of life that's an exceptional point and if you just tuned in you are listening to the world according to ben stein ben boychuk please tell people where you can find us well you're watching us live on youtube and we thank you for that if you haven't subscribed yet please do hit that little bell up uh 
in the corner of the screen. You can also like us on Facebook, you know, despite what Remzo would say, we miss very much tonight. Uh, Facebook is just fine and we would love it if you could like us there at the world according to, uh, to ugh, the world according to Ben Stein. I'm just glad and you a, messed up once. I'm, 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 I, glad yeah, the, I'm glad the great perfectionist messed up once. See, just like, just like Ben just said it a minute ago, sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes we lose. Yeah. Uh, and of course, follow us on parlor at Ben Stein. Uh, and I want to welcome everybody back to the world according to Ben Stein. And he's funny, like Ben started the show with a song you just brought back, uh, you know, uh, a few years back, Ben's wife, uh, you know, uh, was, uh, we had to go, she was in the hospital for something. And every day on the drive, we would listen to John Fogarty and um, rock and roll girls on the car ride. We must've listened to that song 10 times a day. And there's just such an exceptional line in that song where it goes, says, sometimes I think life is just a rodeo. The trick is to ride and make it to the bell. And I, I, I often think Ben and Louis, I know you're gonna make fun of me for that song, but I, I just think that's really the trick sometimes is uh, just yeah. to, to ride this thing as best we can and pray we make it to the bell. And, well, um, we, we will, well, we well, we will eventually make it to the bell. There's nobody who ever has lived forever, so we will eventually make it to the bell. But as I say, look, I saw the Goldwater disaster. I saw Nixon kicked out of office over nothing, or garnished nothing. I saw terrible, terrible, slimy, awful things said about one of the great men of all time, Dwight Eisenhower. That's just the way life is. We will keep on keeping on, keep keeping on. Some of the people who are opposing us are really spiritually sick people. I mean, there, there are so there are certain people on television and in the media, especially and, and in Congress, especially from our beloved Southern California, who are spiritually sick people, and uh, we have to pray for them. And I do pray for them, but uh, we will have to fight them too. And I think Lewis, I agree. And I think Lewis raised an exceptional point. I think Lewis's point, and somebody brought this up on YouTube about it's not us versus Biden. It's not the versus Biden. It's really the versus the left. That's the next, you know, the next. Um, that they they are the mantle. They they, they are the they are the par, the new party, and um, that's that that really is the frightening fight. Lewis is actually in Beverly Hills tonight. I won't disclose your location, Ben. He's not in Beverly Hills, but where they've boarded it up. They've, they've boarded up major, you know, major cities like where Lewis lives. And I got to, Lewis, I mean, is any part of you a little nervous about being in Beverly Hills right now? First of all, I'm in Morningside Heights, a, a stone's throw from Ben's old dormitory. I don't know where you get this Beverly Hills huh. thing. Have uh, you seen, what are you, have you, what are you, my accountant? You've seen my tax returns because they're very modest. Um, look, Lewis. what do we, what? Lewis, yes. Did you ever tell you the joke is supposed to be funny? What is what joke? I want to talk about your father-in-law, the man that killed 37 people with his bare hands. Is he the only soldier that didn't get a gun? His father-in-law. We know. Well, the I know. I know. I know. I know that. I had to mute him for a second, but Lewis, but Ben raises a great point to Lewis. When you make a joke, it has to be funny to all of us. Um, and that that a, that's the whole idea of a joke. Yes, that is the whole Lewis, idea of a joke. Lewis, you're a genius, but it's supposed to be funny. It's, it's, you're a genius. There's no doubt about that, but it's supposed to be funny. That's the whole I, idea. I, listen, 
Boychuk, Boychuk left, and he doesn't even have. I mean, he's laughing at. He was actually no, laughing at, no, no. Actually, he knew he was actually he, he was actually laughing at Ben's comment back. He loved that Ben Stein gave it back to you. I you could know? be in a gentrified section of Morningside Heights. Okay, but I'm the Langston. Back. I'm the Langston Hughes of this of this group. Anyway, Lewis, you're getting what I was going to say. No, I was going to say what is it that we control? Nothing. The left is institutionalized. It should be institutionalized, but it has institutionalized its politics in higher education. It has institutionalized its politics within the workplace, and especially with regard to, here's another Orwellian term, human relations. The department well, of I, I'll with, I will with the greatest respect to you, my dear friend, Lewis. I'm very, very, Mr. Lewis. I'm very, Lewis, fine. I'm very, very, very impressed with your intelligence, your incredible writing skills, and your wit, and your charm. I just said to wifey, wifey is a few feet away from me now in our in her bedroom in our house in uh, Rancho Mirage, California. I said to wifey, when we let it look like there's not a chance of Trump to win, and now I guess there is some chance, I said, wifey, as long as you and Gemma, that's her nurse, and I are together, We'll be fine, and, and we're, we're not going to be rich. We used to be rich. We're not going to be rich, uh, we're, we're, but we'll have enough to eat, and uh, we'll be fine. And I was just with my friend, the fairy, and I said, fairy, as long as we two are together, we'll be fine, and it's absolutely true. We'll be fine, and by the way, the, the left has not institutionalized human relations, not in the slightest. I believe that we conservatives who claim the idea that love is a real thing and not just a four-letter word, as Mr. Zimmerman said. We 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 own love. We own love. That's great, but in a company, in a workplace, there are no conservatives running HR departments. I don't know about that. I haven't been in a workplace for a long time. <laughs> well, that's because you're poor. You're unemployed. We're going to get you a job. Okay, please. And, and and on that, but 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 Lewis, if anybody knows about institutionalized, it is Lewis. But let's get back on track and let's get to Ben. <laughs> let's hey, get Lewis, to that's a, Lewis, that's a joke. That's a small joke. But, uh, well, I actually, I'm, I'm going to 5150 myself after this conversation. <laughs> and uh, on that note, let's get back to Ben Boychuk, who has not given up hope, who is, uh, who is, well, you know. Ben, you it just for me when you rub your beard like that? Is that some kind of gender? Oh, it's, an, it's, just a, it's just a terrible affectation. Actually, it's a rash. It's a Trotskyite. Okay. Signal yeah. to revolt, and uh, <laughs> you see, see there, you, there you got a joke. Okay, Ben, we got to give him a clap when he has a funny joke. Good yeah. job, Lewis. Good job. Can I tell you something? My daughter watched both Ghostbusters for the first time this weekend. Oh, excellent! And she's and I, and I didn't know you were in the second one, and she was over the moon when she God saw you. God bless you. God bless you. And next, you'll show, show her the mask next, and the mask too. And um, just uh, Rocky Dennis, what happened to that young man? My <laughs> God, my God! Just skip over the parts with Jim Carrey and Ben Boychuk. But let's get back to it because you've also you've you 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 you've been you've spoken about this. And what I find very interesting, I'm just going to share everybody else's stories tonight. Ben almost became Ben Boychuk almost became um, a monk. He was he was debating um, yeah. becoming a monk. And yeah. and he, he, you went into yeah. politics, and well, you know, the, 
Yeah, I, I, I was thinking very seriously about it, and uh, I, I, and for a long time. And uh, what was the point? What, 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 what uh, sack were you going to get marked up in? I was looking very closely at uh, the uh, the Capuchins. Uh, there's a there's a Capuchin. Uh, uh, I, I went to um, uh, St. Francis High School, and that was the the Capuchin order. I was also looking at um, uh, the Trappists, who are even more severe. And they have a great abbey in uh, uh, Kentucky, not too far from from Bardstown. Uh, and yeah, I ended up changing my mind. Um, but it, you know, and my relationship with Catholicism is somewhat uh, strained at the moment. But um, it was something that helped me, I think, better see um, the world for what it is, rather than. I mean, you know, I, I am, I think, by temperament, a bit pessimistic and so uh having the sort of outlook that you've described ben has been something that i've i've had to struggle with for quite some time but i i, I think i'm getting there okay, and I, thanks and i and i and i'm and i'm just looking i'm as i'm as i'm looking at some of the numbers coming in and i'm looking at people's responses to the numbers coming in i i would just encourage anybody who's listening to this live and who you know, will, will watch this again maybe tomorrow and see how all this bears out but i think that the the best thing to do right now is to be you know calm be pray. positive pray. And just, and just pray. watch are they like out. waiting are they like waiting for the oldest person in florida to call the rate like like are they are, is, is there like a little town that I'm not aware of in Florida. Cause you know, I was talking to a producer girlfriend beforehand that I was saying what I love about, I'm not the biggest always, he was very nice to me, I should say. I drove him around and he was in the backseat of Ben of the car, it was Carl Rove. I'm not always the biggest fan of his stuff, but he does know Florida, like like the palm of his hand, like no. No, he is. doesn't, no, he doesn't. Yeah, it, it, you know why? Because he told George W. Bush in 2000, the weekend before the election, Take the weekend off. Okay, Florida's in the mean, bag. That doesn't mean he, he's still pretty well. Oh. He's a yeah, minor. Smart guy. He's what? A goddamn smart guy. Yeah, he is. He's a very smart guy. I mean, we might not always like his politics and we might not always um, like his stuff, but I love his chalkboard. And I remember his chalkboard from four years ago. He's bas basically like saying, there's nowhere else to get these votes. Like, you know, there's nowhere else. And I'm, I'm like waiting on this, like, and and it just seems so bizarre to me that they don't um, that with this stuff. So you know, like Ben Boychuk saying, "Don't look at the numbers yet. Don't get too depressed. Don't get too excited." Um, it's uh, it's 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 because uh, you know what it is too. You know you know like with, with the debates. And I remember the first Chris Chris Wallace debate. What always bothered me afterwards, Ben, was to everybody was they didn't explain the rules. Right, they basically said we're going to have four 15-minute discussions, and I'm going to ask a two-minute question, and and it was like okay, and and as as a person, and now when they're releasing these polls, why can't they say the majority of these polls that were released, or the majority of these votes that were released, were early voters, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that like help everybody in America watching? Yes, you're exactly right. And, and the whole reason right. they're not doing it is so we stay tuned in, because if they were honest, like Ben Boychuk saying is say 
Ohio, 90% of the first votes were all mail-in balloting. And Ben, I see you laughing, so go ahead. Get a load of that. No, this is just, this is breaking. CNN, after the polls closed in Virginia, with like 1% tallied or something, had called Virginia. They've just uncalled Virginia. Oh, so wow. And Trump is winning in places, in counties, that he didn't even... They, they were, for all intents and purposes, they were uncontested. They went to Hillary Clinton in 2016. By the way, so did Fox News. You, guys are, you yeah. guys are amazing. I, I am just, this is God's answer. God has a way of answering prayers. Thank and Trump you. is up in Ohio right now by one yeah. point. So, Great. and I don't mean to bash Karl Rove. I got a free copy of his book about McKinley at a, Republic, at a Republican Jewish coalition fundraiser at the Beverly Hilton, where my mother has long stayed. She no longer comes out here because she has advanced Parkinson's, but she was the only person, Ben, very attractive look. She was the only person that got many a free meal and a discount <laughs> on, on her, because every morning she'd go to the, she'd go to the uh, front desk and ask them to print out her statement. And then with her glasses, lowered she'd look at it and say take that off the elevator door was banging all night i got no sleep can you, can you give can you give me a brunch we did but, lose it by the way we did lose a senate seat so that we did lose colorado. right but do you remember it? we lost colorado we lost colorado so that but that was, was i was amazed cory gardner i'm amazed that we ever had colorado in the first yeah, the, 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 like, the mayor of newark okay and if you just tuned in you are listening to the world according to ben stein um uh, we're, this is our special fun election night coverage with some funny humor with Lewis Fine, and um, but really um, the not the, the knowledge and power of the great Ben Stein to walk well, everybody God, through. You this. guys, you guys all know more than I do. I'm very no, very, but it's very, not if Trump takes Virginia. It is okay, but it's but not. I, I'm gonna. I, I don't want to use my line yet because it's so good. All I was gonna say about Rove is, you know, you're it's bad when in 2012. Fox has to say, Carl, President Obama has taken Ohio. We've caught it's over, Carl. He, listen, he was rooting. I, you know, I, I, he, like, like, the problem is he's a very decent fella. So, very, you know, he, he's, a, he's, he's a very, he, he actually really is a decent fella. I don't always agree with him on politics. Wonderful. I guy. don't, you know, but he, you know, and I know a lot of the people that are going to be listening are going to think, oh, Ben and I are these. But, you know, when you meet somebody and they're in your car and they treat you with respect, that's the only way. That gauge, matters a lot. That's the only way you could gauge a human being. Has he always been correct? A hundred percent not. You know, David Axelrod, who's still out there, who, you know, you know, there are people that were at the right place at the right time that did a fantastic, that did a fantastic job. You know, and I, I got to say the same thing about Pat Buchanan. I met him at the Nixon Library. He signed the, with Ben and he signed a copy of a book and. You know, I had, I, I had preconceived notions about Happy Cannon. I've read, I've read everything, he, every book he's done. I don't always agree with him. As I've said, when he's right, he's great. And when he's wrong, he's, he's very wrong. He's a genius. He's an incredible guy. And on, and on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. Uh, ben Boychuk, why don't you tell people where they could find us? Well, you can find us here on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, please, and tell your friends and tell your enemies and tell anybody who might be interested because uh, this is a great show. We have a lot of fun. Uh, we learn a lot of things every, every episode. So subscribe to the channel. Um, follow us, like us on Facebook at The World According to Ben Stein. And by all means, follow us on Parlor at Ben Stein. 
And getting back, and I want to welcome everybody back to the world according to Ben Stein. And um, in, 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 I got to be honest, I, I didn't want to do this tonight, but I'm so glad I did. And the reason I didn't want to do this tonight was because in the past, I would much rather have spent, watch this in my bedroom, you know, uh, with, the, with the TV muted. And, you know, like I said, like I was four years ago, pretty much, you know, doing that. And it's much harder on a night like tonight to come out of the closet or to come out of your bedroom and to face reality, no matter what that reality has to offer us. And um, I, I, so I want to thank all of you for, for no. doing this tonight. And we're not closing. We're happy to do it. We're happy to do it. You don't know how much this is helping me. Because, we love doing it. Yeah. And, and I'm being honest because like, yep. and, I, and I was texting Ben of what to preview because everything I was saying to him was pretty much how I was feeling. Anxious depressed, fearful, all these different things. That's my daily life. That's my daily life. <laughs> and you can get through. And um, so, I, and, 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 but I want to talk, close with, end with a few other Why things. Why are we closing? We're not closing. We're not closing. I want to get back to how do, how, how do we fight, as Lewis called it, the left? How do we fight what, and. He's, and he's raised his hand. Go ahead, Lewis. Thank you. I know it's hard sometimes to, to, to discern if I'm joking or not, so I'm being, and I'm being serious right now. You, make, you made a very good point, Judah, about Carl uh, Rove's personality and his, his humanity, and that matters more than anything else. And I remember in 1992, when Jerry Brown was running for the Democratic presidential nomination, uh, Sally uh, Kellerman had cut a series of, she, she did voiceover for a series of, of ads, maybe just one ad, I don't know, but at least one ad for Jerry Brown. And you can look this up. Yes, it's on Google, and I found the story in the Philadelphia Inquirer, but I read it when it ran in the New York Times. She was asked, why are you doing these spots for Jerry Brown? And she said, in 1960, whatever, I, I called five friends to help me move. He's the only one who showed up. Oh my God, that's a great story. It's a great story. That is a great story. And that's like when I was walking with Ben, this must be 16 years ago when we were walking the dogs and, um, and uh, the pointers and uh, Ben was telling me that he donated to Al Franken's campaign. And I was looked at him like, how, how, how could you do that? How and, and Ben shared this, Ben shared the story about how good Al Franken was to him at, in the beginning of his career. Uh, ben, no, it, was, it, was pretty, it, was pretty, it was pretty late in my career, but it was, uh, he, was, he was doing some commercials for Yahoo, and uh, they wanted to have a conservative and a liberal, and uh, he recommended me to be the, the conservative, and uh, I did that uh, commercial for Yahoo for a long time. It helped pay my, my mortgage, and uh, it was incredibly kind of him, and uh, I, I have mean, debated against him. He's a savage and very tough, and I, I think too tough debater, but he's incredibly smart. And uh, as I say, to me, he's behaved like a thorough gentleman. And of course I would help him. I, and I'm broke now, but I would help him. I'm not really broke. I like Sam. And I, uh, and I, <laughs> I, would help him again. I would help him again. And so Ben, I want to ask you that question too, since every, since everybody here has shared a, a personality that they, that they were, that they met, that, 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 uh, who, who have you, had a preconceived idea about, but when you met them, they were totally the opposite. Me or Boychuk? Ben, ben Boychuk. Oh, oh gosh. Um, 
Uh, well, Jerry Brown's not a bad example. I, I, I crossed paths with him a couple of times professionally. Uh, and I always liked, uh, I always liked the way he was, he was very direct, um, with, he, he didn't, he, he never got the sense of being obviously spun by him. He was always very, uh, forthright and, uh, uh honest enough for a politician. Um, um, I'm trying to think about that. Well, Ben Stein, I guess. <laughs> but that, um, that raises a good point of, 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 you remember those days? I mean, you know, Lewis and I are both from, you know, natives of New York City or, you know, or Lewis is from Jersey. But six of one have, remember the days when we had senators that crossed the aisle, when you had like guys like Pat Moynihan and you had guys like Al D'Amato and you had Al D'Amato and you had these, um, the, the guy that ran for president one time, I, he was a Democrat, but he seemed like an awfully good man. Um, he had the blondish hair, and I can't remember his name right now off the uh, off the top of my head. But you have like the Jack Kemp's of the world. You had all these different people that were that were that were aisle crossers, and I know Jack Kemp didn't serve, but you had all these different. Is there a way to get back to where people could literally say say to the the, the, the you know risk as 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 I'll give you a better example. Uh, there was a movie that came out, uh, producer girlfriend and I were watching a movie the other night called Old School. And um, very funny movie. And um, he, um, one of my favorite directors, he wrote The Hangover Ben, which I know you didn't like, but he also got nominated last year for an Oscar for the movie called The Joker. And which, uh, you know, is not a comedy. And I was reading about him, why he stopped doing comedy and he said, because you can't do comedy anymore. He said, he, he goes, I can't write The Hangover anymore. I can't write old school anymore. I can't do these things. He goes, so I had to sort of change the trajectory of my writing. He goes, but otherwise I'll have 30 million Twitter loons screaming at me. And, and is, is, are we past the point of politicians shaking? Like, are we just, I mean, I, I wanna know. Has it ever been this bad, Ben? I haven't seen it this bad ever. Uh, but bear in mind, I haven't been a writer. I wasn't a writer during the McCarthy year. I was a child, a very small child. So it might have been a, that bad then, but I don't think it was. Uh, I will say, even even at the beloved American Spectator, which I've been writing for for since 1973, which is a long time, they even they and they are the nicest people in the world have cautioned me about political correctness, even they, and they are the absolute most courageous, most wonderful people in the world. And they don't do it because they feel it. They say they just get swamped with uh, internet hate mail if they make, if I make even, even the most slightly politically incorrect comment. And so that's, that's how bad it is. I, I don't, I have a, a number of websites and I don't respond to them at all. I don't, I don't respond to them at all. I just don't, don't even open them or look at them. Yeah, yeah, Lewis, go ahead. Uh, two quick points. One for Ben Stein. Can you imagine being uh, looking at a ballot in New York and the choices between, and I say this uh, because it is a Sophie's choice, between James Buckley, the incumbent senator and the, uh, of the Conservative Party of New York, and the Democratic challenger, Daniel Patrick Moynihan? Amazing. Yeah, amazing. I mean, amazing. That... That is a very, very sad story. That is a terribly sad story, Lewis. Terrible. That is a heart, 
as my wife would say, a heart rendering story. Well, why don't you tell people the story? Because people don't know most people. Most people. So James Buckley, who is still alive, he's, I think, knocking on 90, uh, is. Might be over. Yeah. uh, William F. Buckley, one of William F. Buckley's brothers. And he was a United States senator from the state of New York and served as a member of the conservative party. He was elected representing the conservative party, which presented a, a dilemma in the, in the election for the Nixon White House because there was a Republican running in addition to a, a, the conservative candidate, Jim Buckley, in addition to the Democrat. So uh, when Moynihan announced his candidacy, and this story is has been told many times. By, by the way, Lindsey Graham officially won, Ben. There you are. Yay, I know how much that means to you. Sorry, Lewis, go I ahead. So the, st- the, the story told uh, uh, by the inestimable, or estimable, depending on one's politics, George Will, is that when Moynihan declared his candidacy, Senator Buckley said, Professor Moynihan is my opponent, and Professor Moynihan believes, and prof- to it, Professor Moynihan said, I see the mudslinging has already begun. That's very funny. That's very funny. And, and, was, and about politics and humanity. When Tom Eagleton, who was George McGovern's running mate briefly, was forced to leave the ticket, and he was forced to leave the ticket by George McGovern because Tom Eagleton had undergone electroconvulsive therapy for depression. There weren't many treatments. There certainly weren't many pharmacological treatments available to the extent that they are now. In August 2nd, 1972, his son, Terry, who was, I think, no older than 13, got a letter, and I'm just gonna give you a very quick excerpt of it. And it said, politics is a very hard game. Winston Churchill once pointed out that politics is even more difficult than war, because in politics, you die many times. In war, you die only once. What matters is not that your father fought a terribly difficult battle and lost, What matters is that in fighting the battle, he won the admiration of foes and friends alike because of the courage, poise, and just plain guts he showed against overwhelming odds. Years later, you will look back and say, I am proud of the way my dad handled himself in the greatest trial of his life. Sincerely, Richard Nixon. That's wonderful, Lewis. I I am... I am really, 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 really impressed. God bless you. That's really, yeah, really wonderful. You, you know, it's fun. You know, that's it's wonderful. Fun. That is just wonderful. And it, and it never came, it never was made public until Tom Eagleton had passed a few years ago. And his son, his son released the letter. That is, God bless you, Lewis. God bless you. You know, if I may say so, people are watching us. That by itself is worth the price, worth the price of admission a hundred times. And I want to say something also, because I quote, you know, a lot of times, you know, Ben writes all his posts, just so everybody knows, but sometimes I'll post in the morning a, a Richard Nixon quote for Ben. I'll post because I know how much Nixon means to Ben and in turn, how much Nixon means means to me. And I had posted um, a, a Nixon quote about the silent majority and somebody made this comment like, you know, um, uh, you know, people on parlor won't understand Nixon is a different word. And then somebody actually responded to them. You have to learn history. You know, you have to, we, you know, it, just because somebody might be uneducated on parlor about Nixon or, 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 or anything, you, you have to bring people up. I mean, Nixon is a 
huge figure in America in American history on on so many different levels. He complained. He he contained so many uh, you know multitudes of character. I mean, it, 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 he's an incredibly important figure to bring up. Ben. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. In my uh, in my father's house, there are many mansions, as they say, as the saying goes. And if it were not so, surely I would have quoted. In Nixon's house, there were many mansions. He was an amazing man to think that the media and the Bolshevists kicked him out. Uh, it's just so heartrending. It's unbelievable. And I might say, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Had he not been kicked out of office, I don't think there would have been a Cambodian genocide. I don't think Nixon would have stood for it. And uh, millions of people who are killed in the most brutal and painful ways imaginable would have lived out their lives. So I, I, the, the, getting, the ousting of Richard Nixon was a horrifying blow against humanity. And what bothers me even more about is about that comment was that Trump really idolized Richard Nixon. And, and you have those letters with the Nixon letters. And, um, you know, it's, it showed you the humanity in both Trump and Nixon, you know, who, who, who Trump sort of looked up to and who sort of Trump is, you know, the hard hat billionaire. And, uh, well, you know, Nixon was never a billionaire. No, 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 no. But I mean, like somebody that, that worked his, that, that came, that, that was not looked upon by the elite. You know, right. you know, you know that the, 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 the way they made their money or the way they made their profession wasn't done how it's supposed to be done, and um, and 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 I want you know the people on parlor, the people everywhere, learn your history, know who Richard Nixon was. Yeah, did he? You know, was he perfect? He's the first person to say he wasn't. It's actually quotes you could read about Nixon saying he wasn't perfect or, or admitting his faults and his flaws. But God, did that guy save, I mean, for Ben and I and Lewis, and even Ben Boychuk, who's a, you know, he, there is no Israel without Richard, without he, Richard Nixon. He, he made, his biggest mistake was not Watergate, it was not resigning. Ben Stein, I think, will, will second this. His biggest mistake, never sell beachfront property in Southern California. That <laughs> San Clemente estate was listed a year or so ago for 65 million bucks. You know, but yeah. you, you could say that to everybody. And I encourage everybody, by the way, one day go to the Nixon library. Yeah, it's the most, it's, it, you know, I, I've been to the Reagan library where there's Air Force One and I've been on Air Force One. And I know I'm just going on. But the Nixon library, you get chills and goosebumps when you go there. You but, truly I do. Mean, the, man, the man was crucified. The man was crucified. Yeah. Anyway, we must wrap yeah, we, it up. We, we, because we basically, I am going yeah. to a... Trump victory party down here in Rancho Mirage tonight. Before you leave, Ben Boychuk wanted to say something. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, there's going to be uh, a million postmortems starting probably even tonight. But there's there's one tantalizing thing I just wanted to share with everybody uh, from Mark Caputo, who's a, a Politico's reporter down in Florida. And he posted a text excerpt that he got from uh, somebody he identifies as a top Miami Democrat. I quote, we must have gotten obliterated by Hispanics. I assume worst case was plus 15. Defund the police killed us. We came out strong for BLM and then saw the Hispanic pushback and went lukewarm and got killed with both demographics. And, by know, the way, all true, but something you could learn by watching Ben's one night of MSNBC lockup. 
and I want to say one more thing before we leave. Larry Clayman, our dear esteemed friend, actually flew to Florida to go vote because he doesn't trust the uh, the, uh, the, voting the, 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 the the voting by mail. I want to wish everybody out there, if you just tuned in, or everybody that follows us and everybody that loves Ben on Parlor, um, you know, to quote the movie Galaxy Quest: Never give up, never surrender. You've been listening to the world according to Ben Stein. Ben Boyd. Well, what's the latest? What, what, well, what, well, Ben Boyd, what is the latest? Well, Jesse Jackson has won. He's up in Pennsylvania a little bit. He's up in Ohio. I haven't seen the North Carolina one recently. He's down. It's even in North Carolina with about 15% to go. Um, but he's, uh, he's, you know, he's where he was four years ago. I mean, I don't know what... I don't know. Uh, he's up in Michigan. I know it's early counting. How about Idaho? How about Idaho? Idaho. Uh, not, not exactly a swing state. Yeah, they have well, but, but for some people mine. it is. They haven't. I don't think polls have closed there yet. If they are, either they just closed. Maybe they may have just closed four minutes ago. I, they are my. That's my residence. My summer residence but nicest people in the world. Yes, they are. I can test that. People at Sandpoint are great, and I just want people to realize you could laugh. And we don't mention her name, but producer girlfriend has been cracking up on the couch uh, and the floor sitting next to me, listening to this. And I, I really, I really, uh, she's waving. I really encourage everybody to, to, to laugh, to smile, no matter what happens. And I wanna thank each and every one of you tonight for allowing me to do that. Because I could tell you, as Ben Boyce could say an hour and 10 minutes ago, this wasn't my mood. So for an hour and 10 minutes, you guys changed my mood. And there is no greater gift a person could have in their life, like producer girlfriend and the four of you, to help change my mood. So I hope we can do that for the people that are out there listening. I want to say good night, everybody. You've been listening to The World According to Ben Stein. God bless America. Ben, you got it. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Have a great night, everybody.